This episode of the Press Row Podcast is brought to you by Out of the Park Baseball 20. The 20th anniversary edition of Out of the Park Baseball is available today worldwide. You can get it on Steam. You can get it directly from us at ootpdevelopments.com. You can get it on EA's Origin. And in a few weeks, if you're an Origin Access Premier subscriber, it'll be part of your subscription. Out of the Park Baseball 20 is the biggest version of Out of the Park Baseball ever made. And that's saying something because this franchise has twice won the Metacritic PC Game of the Year. Not Sports Game of the Year. Game of the Year. Twice in the last seven years. Out of the Park Baseball 20 is all sorts of great new stuff, including a whole bunch of new 3D animations, a whole host of new live services for the first time ever. We've got live integrated stat updates based upon what's happening in the real world. You can start the season any day of the year. It's so cool. Never been able to do that. And of course, it's got a new version of Perfect Team and uh, all new tournaments are coming really soon. And there's a, a whole bunch of new content happening with the cards. Man, Out of the Park Baseball 20, just $39.99. Again, you get it on Steam. Get it right from us directly at ootpdevelopments.com. Get it from Origin. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. We appreciate it. Enjoy the show. Everybody, it is time for the annual tradition, the Press Rub Podcast Review Roundtable, and I am so happy. It's been it's been a couple, two or three weeks since we since we last spoke to everybody, and it's been a little while since the show has come out, and we've given the show some time to to live in the wild, and we've got three fantastic people to talk all about it. Up first, we have the great. Kat Bailey, executive editor of U.S. Gamer. Kat, how are you? Hi, how are you doing? Oh, excuse me, editor-in-chief. I said executive editor. Editor-in-chief. Uh, whatever. It's all semantics. She's I'm an the executive boss. editor. She runs the place. That's the deal. Yep. Thank you. Kat, it's great to have you back. How have you been? How is PAX East? How is, how is running one of the best video game websites in the world going <laughs> these days? You always butter me up on these podcasts. I... Everything is good. Everything is great. We're having a good time over at US Gamer. You should go check us out sometime. PAX East and GDC were basically back-to-back and kind of exhausting, which actually made it really hard for me to be able to review the show properly. It's why my review ended up being so delayed. It should be up by the time this podcast is up, though. So make sure to go check it out. And in the meantime, I'm going to go to Spain. Nice. I love that last part. Let's let's yeah. close on that because I want to hear about that. Up next, we have an uh, absolute expert in MLB The Show and a very good friend of mine and the perfect team community manager for Out of the Park Baseball, Mr. Chris Jardine, a.k.a. Snaggle J. Sir, how are you tonight? You know, I always love coming on the Press Row podcast because my ego is always boosted by your utter you know, flattering terms. I just I love it so much. I'm doing really good. Uh, I'm glad baseball season is here. I'm enjoying being able to work with four baseball games on my monitor all afternoon long and talk about baseball and play baseball video games. And I'm just excited. I'm excited to be here. I'm always excited to be here. You know that. I am. It's great to have baseball back in my life. Oh, man. Yeah. Except the Especially with my team being four and one, baby. By the way, Kat, you saw that out of the park baseball predicted the Twins to, to make the playoffs, right? 
damn right they did. Actually, wait, no, I got that wrong, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't making playoffs. <laughs> But they, I'm, they I'm not going to call you out. But oh, geez, right. that's brutal. That was, no, no, that no. That's an absolute bold-faced lie. No, let me rephrase. I'm sorry. Just like the Minnesota Vikings, you cruelly set me up for excitement and then pull the rug right out from under me. No, let me apologize. I, yeah, I'm wrong because we had to, two AL East teams make the playoffs, but the Twins were right behind. Like, I was shocked. <laughs> they and were Chris, right there. I was Chris, so sure they would be doing okay, and then, <laughs> nope. Chris and it's I like did. every Minnesota team. Ah, lol. <laughs> Next time. Chris and I were talking about it when we were reviewing the the simulations we did, and I was shocked that the Twins were projected so well. But then Chris explained to me why, and that's a good team you got there in Minnesota, Cat. Yeah, they're pretty solid. Yeah. I like we're probably going to do at least eighty five games, which is a heck of an improvement over last year, where I think we lost close to a hundred games. It was a really ugly year. So, and the, and the way Cleveland is playing right now, anything, yeah, it's anything so great. could happen in that division. Screw Cleveland. And from Dodd Scientifics, the Doddcast, and somebody who I believe, like me and probably everybody on the show, has purchased every single version of MLB The Show and its predecessors that ever have been. I'm pretty sure that's right. Mr. Pete Dodd. Pete, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm less excited about the baseball season now that it's started being a Red Sox fan. Defending champs. You have, yeah, it, it, it's. It, I I knew that the season was going to be like this. There's always the hangover after the championship, and and not like I want to trade the championship in, but this season's going to be rough. Tell me all about having a hangover after a championship, because I'd love to know about that. <laughs> well, being a Boston fan, I have several stories I can tell you. Which one would you like to hear? You know, I was That's just brutal. in Boston and. They freaking hang every single banner in that stupid airport. I think they're actually out of room at this point. And I was like, <laughs> that, that's a little obnoxious. How that's... how 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 arrogant you got to be that you just have to hang every single one of the banners like it's a stadium or something. But you know what? By the way, Boston, they're maniacs. So when I'm here in San Francisco, I I see an A's hat, Giants hat. I swear to God, every other person was wearing a Boston Bruins jersey or a Patriots jersey. And, like, the Patriots jersey, it's the freaking middle of the offseason. People are just wearing them right. around. And I'm just like, wow, man, it, they really like their sports around here. It's literally the only good thing about anyone's life that lives in that area. Every, everything else <laughs> everything else is, like, a hellscape, but then there's sports, which are, which are wonderful. <laughs> All right. So, uh, in years past, the review roundtable was different than it is this year, and I'm very excited about, uh, about this. And, and what I mean is... You know, this is um, a couple, two or three weeks after the release of the show, or at least two weeks after the release of the show. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's definitely interesting to look and, and have a conversation about a game, I think, a couple, two or three weeks after it's it's been out in the wild, as opposed to sort of jumping on it a day or two after it comes out. So I'm really happy about what we're doing. So for starters, we're going to go around the horn here. Kat, give me your 60-second Hot take on MLB 19, the show. My hot take is that it's a very strong game this year. I think that the additions of the moments and the uh, the March to October are really strong. Um, moments I really like because, first of all, it's a really nice tribute to baseball in general with the black and white videos and the uh, kind of, you know, I mean, the gray and white filter and things like that and they kind of take care to make sure that the 
the stadium is proper and that the right pitcher is throwing to a particular player and everything. And it does, it's not perfect, but it does just enough to put me into that kind of time frame. And as somebody who watches like Ken Burns's baseball and everything, uh, I really enjoy a game that kind of knows its history. So, and, and plus it gives out decent rewards if you can actually complete these things, which is not super easy. Uh, and it's a good reason to get into Diamond Dynasty. So on the whole, I think they've done a good job of making moments re- relevant in a way that NHL and Madden never really did. Uh, as for March to October, I think that's kind of my mode this year. Um, I think they've made some solid improvements to Road to the Show. Uh, I like the idea of having the kind of clubhouse personality, uh, like the captain or or the, I forget what they are. They're they're all kind of dumb, but I I do like them, <laughs> the Maverick, or whatever. Um, but March to October is kind of my mode this year because I like the idea of being able to just play through a season with my team and having the like being able to accomplish quick hit objectives and then. Uh, the game simulates based on those results and the strength of my team. And I, you know, I've had a, a really good season so far. I think uh, as of right now, I'm something like 20 and 20 and eight. Uh, I've had some highs. I had a, some walk off home runs. I've lost some games. I had a chance at a perfect game and it, it's been relatively memorable to me. And I, I think this is a, a mode that certainly FIFA should steal the heck out of. I would love to have that. So uh, it's hard for me to comment too heavily on hitting at the moment. I, I need to do a little more uh, investigation on that front before I wrap up the review tomorrow. Uh, online seems about the same as always. So I haven't had any problems with uh, having results recorded or whatever. Um but all in all, I think they've made some really great additions, and I'm pretty happy with this year's version. Let's hear the Chris Jardine hot take on MLB. And again, I apologize. I'm not being rude. Is it MLB The Show 19 or MLB? It's MLB 19 The Show, right? I want to get that right. No, the the 19 goes at the very end okay. now. I think they made that change. I don't know. It was a few. I couldn't pinpoint exactly what okay. version it is, but all right. um, so, it goes at the end now, I, I believe. All right. Chris Jardine, give me your hot take on MLB The Show 19. I think the best way to summarize it is it's a very good game. Um, the things that I have enjoyed about previous versions of the game, they have you know made some subtle tweaks to them to make better. Uh, and the things I was skeptical about in the lead up to launch, um, I have been pleasantly surprised. I was very skeptical of March to October when it was first announced um, to the point where I just said, you know, I'm not going to play it. It's not targeted at me. It's not a mode I'm going to enjoy. Uh, it's been the exact opposite. My experience so far, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I said uh, on, I said this to you privately, actually uh, a few weeks ago, it looks like they have tried to cater within Diamond Dynasty to the casual and the competitive player at the same time, which usually in video games is a recipe for disaster, and they've actually made it work. Um, as a casual player, there's lots of ways to earn rewards and to play the game in whatever way you want to play. And as a competitive player, they have increased the experience you know, by adding some rewards to the top end of ranked seasons, for example, or having these moments that are, you know, very 
publicly difficult. They're they're not easy to do in the moments. They are challenging to do. You have to have a certain modicum of skill to do them. Um, I do have a few small gripes. I think the hitting online um, needs a little bit of work. Uh, it's there's there's a l- few tweaks there I'd like to see made. Um, and I know that I had an issue with a couple of loopholes within March to October that apparently they had a stream earlier today where they closed those loopholes up. So there you go. One of my grapes addressed already. But yeah, overall, it's a really good game. It's a lot of fun. I can't put it down uh, with the limited amount of time that I do have to play it. I think it is. I think they're prob- they've probably done everything that they want to do with this generation of consoles at this point. That's this is this is their peak of the mountain, so to speak. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Especially, we've topped out in terms of graphics. We've topped out in terms of modes. It's really time for the next generation. I think. Pete Dodd. Yes, my friend. Give me yes. your hot take. MLB the show nineteen. Well, I feel like those takes weren't hot enough. I, um, <laughs> <laughs> I got I got to come in steaming hot. I think that and I'm not I'm not I'm not ready to to say this definitively, but there there's a lot of things about this game that make me think it might be one of might end up being one of my favorite sports games of all time. And the reason for that is is there's so much to do in this game. Um more so than than any other sports game I think I've ever played and and they they have figured out over the past three or four years that people don't necessarily always want to play nine innings. And once they sort of freed themselves from nine innings and they started making uh, modes like March to October. Changes and just, your life. Changes it, it, your life, Pete Dunn. It, it, it does. And 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 the, the, the way that that happens in Diamond Dynasty, like, you know, like ranked games are nine innings, but there there's usually like special events and stuff. Like I've been playing a lot of the event that's going currently, and that's three inning games. And I just feel like, I feel like I haven't, even in like a week and a half or however long I've had the game, I feel like I still haven't even touched all of the modes yet. I still like there's there's still like boxes in the main menu that I that I haven't even gotten to yet because there's just so many different things to do, which you would not think would be capable of doing with 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 the sports game, with a baseball game at, at that. Um, it, it feels like there's there's much more variety to me than than especially something like Madden. But even 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 uh, NBA 2K, um, it just it feels like there there's more. And I love that. So staying with you, Pete, and I'm not asking you your definitive, absolute favorite thing, right? That you have to defend a month from now or three months from now as you play more of the game and and you open up more. But what's what's your favorite thing, big or small, that you can think of about the show in the week and a half that you played it? I'm I'm really happy with Diamond Dynasty right now because I I am I I guess I I would be considered a casual player. I, I I've been playing, um, just trying, trying to knock out, like get, get the 20 wins in the event and, and, and doing some, some of the solo stuff. Um, I'm not doing ranked play at this point in time. I, I, I may, I may work up to that. Um, but I'm really happy with diamond dynasty because I, I constantly have like 
10 different directions within it that I can go. Like when, when I sign on, it's like, I can do the event. And if I get 20 ones in the event, I get it. I get a, um, diamond cliff Lee, or I could do, I could do the moments. And if you do certain moments or certain like areas or programs, or I don't even remember what all, all of the names are, but then those there, there's so many more rewards. It, it feels like for completing all of these things where it's not just about amassing as many card packs as you can. And, and then just hoping to get a lucky pull there, there there's ways that you can just work towards specific cards and to build your team up. Um, and I, I really, really like that a lot. Chris, same question to you. What's your, you know, what's a favorite thing? Maybe not your favorite thing, but a favorite thing of yours, if, if that makes sense. You know, big or small, uh, since you started playing it so far. I think, yeah, along the same veins as, as Pete, the, the, the revamped Diamond Dynasty experience is, is just a huge thing for me. And not just what you see in terms of what you can do. I think leading up to this release, you know, MLB the show always does their their Twitch streams, you know, starting in early February. I felt like the Twitch streams this year had an increased level of transparency to them that we did not see from Sony San Diego in the past where they were admitting things that they had gotten wrong and things that they took out of the game because of the feedback and they just there was a, a greater level of honesty from them this year. Um for the first time, they finally, you know, followed the trends and they've added odds to the card packs, which, you know, every a, after every other game adds it, obviously you have to put it in. But one thing that everyone in the community has, has agreed on is that pack pulls seem to be a little more frequent. They seem to be better. So it's a little more rewarding that way. Uh, and I agree like with Pete as well that, you know, for a casual person, which is something I would consider myself to be kind of like on that casual to average player scale in terms of time spent. Um, I feel like I can still, you know, enjoy the mode and build a good team. Um, you know, given the new things that I do, given moments, given the XP reward path and the team affinity and the, the first inning program, which with very little effort, I almost have the 300 stars to get, you know, the Andrew Jones, the goose gossage or the, why can't I remember the other one? Uh, oh, so no, now I'm drawing Cy Young? Cy Young, that's right. So I almost have the stars, and I, again, have played you know not really a whole lot. Um, and I think that was something that, you know, they, MLB The Show 18 turned off a lot of casual players. A lot, a lot, a lot of casual players because it seemed like the only way you could get top cards was to get really lucky in a pack or to play mind-numbing grind games against the CPU on rookie until your thumbs were bleeding so that you could get 970,000 hits with a 70 overall player to unlock an 80 overall player. Now, obviously, I'm exaggerating, but that is gone now, and, and you're able to play the game in your own way. Again, March to October is amazing. You can play it in and of itself, if you're someone who would like a more simplified season experience, but still feeling that personality and, co and connection, great. But you also have the added benefit of if you win the World Series, it helps you in Diamond Dynasty as well. So just overall, I guess the best way to sum it up is just more ways to play the game. 
which is huge. Cat, same question to you. What's a favorite thing of yours? Uh, maybe it was a surprise. Maybe it's a big thing. Maybe it's a little thing. But something that you really have liked about this year's game. I think I already mentioned March to October, which I think is just a really great idea because I think games tend to neglect season mode. And there are a lot of people who just want to play a season with their team and they don't necessarily want to go through all of the hassle of setting up a franchise. I think franchise certainly has its place and everything. And uh, even if it got backburnered in this year's version, I mean, they did add a lot of stuff. So I guess I can't begrudge it too much. Um, I think it's an extremely clever mode. I like the idea of being able to win awards. I like how deeply integrated everything in this game is, uh, how you're, you can earn XP doing pretty much everything, and then that unlocks even more rewards. And then you can use, use those in Diamond Dynasty. And I get it's all trying to funnel you to Diamond Dynasty, but also MLB The Show is one of those games that is pretty good about getting you items that aren't just Diamond Dynasty. You can also get stuff for Road to the Show, like items and that kind of thing. So I think it's a really well-made game. And I think March to October really exemplifies the attitude of this year's version. Um yeah, well played to them. All right, Cat. Uh, I have to have I have to have a talk with you. Um, what? So what did I, I do. No, you didn't do anything. Trust me. Oh, I'm not um, in trouble. No, no. Okay. No, no, no. no. Um, so I have I bought the show obviously as I do every single year as I bought every version obviously. of MLB the show and its predecessor which I think was just called MLB and on not only on one system in many years on on both the PlayStation console and the portable PlayStation whether it was the PSP or the Vita so um I can't play this game anymore Art I can't I'm I'm terrible just terrible <laughs> and 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 the thing is, and Pete knows this because I tell him about it on the podcast all the time. I can play NBA 2K. I'm I'm the same person. Like I somehow I can play NBA 2K and play well on a simulation or you know standard level. I can play FIFA. I can play Pro Evo. There are sports games that I can play well. I can't play the show well anymore, and I can't play Madden well anymore. Just can't for whatever reason. And and. Actually, I know, I know a big reason. A big reason is because to be any good at these games, you have to play them a lot. And right now, I'm only I'm able to get two to three hours a week of the show. So, recognizing this, instead of fighting it, I started March to October with my Mets, and I put it on rookie difficulty. And I, Cat, am not ashamed of that. Should I be? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think that you should be able to play a game however the heck you want. I suppose this is tying into the whole Sekiro uh, difficulty thing, but whatever. The options there, I mean, I don't know why you should you know, have to hang your head low. The game's there to be enjoyed, after all. Um, in terms of being able to play the game at the highest difficulty level, I, I think I respect the people and admire the people who are able to do that. I think that's pretty dang cool. Um so now, don't feel bad about playing a game on easy. God knows I've played enough sports games on the lowest difficulty level in the past, if only just to be able to kind of pick it up, as it were. Um, I would suggest maybe putting it on dynamic difficulty. Because I don't think you can do that. See, like that's the thing. Like, um, what I w- what I want to do is play March the March to October with like normal pitching and rookie hitting. Because I just you know, 
to be good at hitting in the show, you got to play the show. You got to play. Mm-hmm. You got to put in a couple hours every couple of days. Like you have to play it regularly. It's challenging. It's difficult. It's not the game's fault. It's my fault. I just frankly it's don't want to put in that, the time. But just like in real baseball, you'll get hot. You'll get cold. Yeah. You'll find yourself swinging at garbage and going, God, why did I swing at that? That was stupid of me. Yep. And There's then a real fat fastball go right down the middle of the plate. Ugh. Or you'll you'll hit a fat fast fastball right down the middle of the plate, <laughs> and you'll just ground out yeah. weekly, and you'll that just go, really, really. This will be the show for you. So, so I don't know. Like if you like if you want to enjoy baseball, and God knows the Mets. If you want to win with the Mets, you probably should be putting it on easy mode. Uh, I'm not going to begrudge you that. Well played. Well played. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I feel like. This introduction of March to October might be the first part of something that you may see an evolution of next year. One thing I've seen a lot for feedback is I wish I could use dynamic difficulty or change the difficulty once March to October starts. I understand why they can't do it, given that it is tied to Diamond Dynasty rewards. But why not, if you're not playing or intending on playing Diamond Dynasty, then why not have an option to disable that part? And then let you, you know, switch difficulty as you see fit and then just enjoy March to October as a season mode. I would not be surprised if that is something that is implemented in MLB The Show 20 because I feel like this is the start of something greater in terms of streamlining people into franchise. One thing that you'll notice is that nowhere in Diamond Dynasty does it direct you to March to October. Uh, you know, you won't find it in the Diamond Dynasty menus other than to see, you know, what, you know, under the team affinity part when you complete it. So I think they consider it, you know, to be kind of separate on its own, you know, and then after the first season, it it, it puts you into the full, complete franchise experience. So I do hope they make some evolutions to this. Um, for next year's game because I think it's really cool. I think it's an amazing way to, like Kat said, bring back the people who were season mode. They don't want to set, you know, not that you can in MLB the show, but they don't want to do all the free agency stuff and all the trade deadline stuff and the draft. And they just want to play a season mode and enjoy playing with their favorite team and their favorite players. And March to October lets you do that. Um, I wish I could change. I'm doing the Dodgers on All Star because I want the Don Sutton All Star. Well, you know, All Star is. I mean, I, I play at All Star because All Star is the default online difficulty as well, right? So that kind of gives me because the pitch speeds are a big thing this year. Uh, so it gives me, you know, that that online feel, but. Um, I really want the Don Sutton in Diamond Dynasty. So I thought, okay, well, I'll do All Star. And I mean, it's been, uh, I'm in early August and I've already clinched the division. I'm 41 and a half games up. Uh, so I'm like, okay, maybe, <laughs> and, uh, and you know what? And I've seen, and that is, and that would be one of my bigger complaints about the mode right now is there, it does seem like. Seems a little easy. It seemed like, and I went to all-star difficulty because I, I admittedly at, you know, my advanced age, um, and do not have the stick skills that I used to. So I thought, well, I, cause if. You want the oh, di- dynasty? You're, so, you're you're totally shaming me for being on All Star. No, but you know I play on All Star like regularly, like when I do my franchise stuff. But the thing is, is when you're doing for the Diamond Dynasty part, 
you get extra rewards for if you complete it on Hall of Fame or on Legend. But I wanted to go with All-Star because if you don't win the World Series, the whole thing was for naught in terms of the Diamond Dynasty reward. You have to win the World Series. As Billy Bean would say, you have to win the last game of the season or it doesn't matter. Nobody remembers anything else. So, But I look back now and we're like 110 and like 30 or something. Like it's insane. God, dude, and I'm, I'm like, so bad at this game. But you know what? The thing is it doesn't – like. so that's one thing. And I've seen that quite a bit in feedback that a lot of people are having absolutely like 130 win seasons. And I'm like, okay, that seems like – but again, just like all the other – you know, Road to the Show had a first year as well. Diamond Dynasty had an inaugural season. This is March to October's inaugural season, and they're gathering the feedback, and I really do hope they turn it into a cool streamlining season slash franchise experience, because I really think people are digging it. People, They're getting great feedback. People are digging March to October. So, you know, Kat, I actually didn't ask that question because of that, um, although I can see how how that would appear to be obvious. The reason I ask is because we always go around and say how we're playing the game, right? So I'm so bad. I have to play it on rookie. I I just, I, I can't hit. I can pitch and field fine, but everybody can pitch and, and, and field fine. It's, it's the hitting. And Kat, you said you're playing March to, um, March to October on all-star, but like the, the standard default game, do you play dynamic difficulty? And also what are your hitting, you know, settings? Like there's eight different, hitting styles and there's eight different pitching styles. How do you, what's your difficulty and how do you pitch and how do you hit? Uh, dynamic difficulty. I use the PCI where I move around the little reticle. I'm on offset zoom so that I can be pretty in tight, but not so in tight. I, I know that one of the even tighter ones, I think it's like strike zone three or something is considered to be the optimal way to hit as for pitching, I prefer the traditional kind of a little bit back. You can see the batter. Uh, you're behind the batter, and then the pitcher is on the mound um, because I find it that it makes it a lot easier to aim the pitch. And then I use the 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 gauge. So, yeah, that's uh those are my those are my settings. Chris, same questions to you. Uh, I use dynamic difficulty in offline play for sure um, because, you know, just the reasons that it gives you, you can, if you're playing bad, it'll downgrade you a little bit. It's balanced. Uh, yeah. What do you it, play it, online though? Do you play all-star all, if you're just playing random? If I'm playing, uh, yeah, if I'm playing like a friendly online, we'll play all-star typically. Uh, we may have like, you know, sometimes, uh, TJ and I will run like a tournament or something like that later in the year where we might use like Hall of Fame or Legend. Never heard. Um, of. No, me neither. <laughs> uh, just a guy I happen to associate with from time to time. We might run like Hall of Fame or Legend tournaments just kind of as a, you know, as a late season thing. But usually All Star is the is the go to. Um, I use Zone hitting with Strike Zone two as the camera. Uh, and I use the broadcast pitching camera, which I get a lot of flack for because it's different in every stadium. Uh, but I kind of like that, especially in franchise play, because it gives you that authentic broadcast feel. You know, at Fenway Park, it's like right over the top of the pitcher's head. And, you know, some places it's, it's way offset out to the, to the uh, left field line. Uh, and I use meter pitching as well. So pretty standard setup on my part. I don't really do a whole lot of, 
of uh, tweaking beyond the standard settings. Pete, same questions. Yeah, my, most of my stuff is is standard. I, I haven't messed with the cameras or or any of that stuff. I I play um, on veteran, or no, I play an all star. I play an all star offline, um, or not offline, but in uh, March to October, I play dynamic difficulty offline. And but since most of my times in Diamond Dynasty, the your your difficulty is chosen for you. So I think most of the time it's all star. Um, and, and all-star feels good to me. I'm actually, I, I've struggled with hitting pretty much this entire generation. And I feel like I'm a better hitter this year than I have been at any point, um, in the PS4 era with this game. So I'm, I'm really happy about that. They deliberately that. made the hitting a lot easier this year from what I'm able to understand. Good Cause Lord. when I interviewed Ramon, he was saying, yeah, a lot of people are bad at hitting, and actually what people mo- most people don't realize is that actually they're even worse at hitting than they think they are. <laughs> so don't feel bad, Rich. Everybody's bad at hitting. Hey, look, I get that it's hard to hit. That's what I mean. I, I'm not even criticizing the game. It's hard I to hit. I think hitting is it the single hard. hardest thing to do in a sports video I game. Yeah. Totally totally wrong. Totally agree. I think, yeah. I think the, the, the changes to the hitting is actually my biggest gripe about the game right now. Because it... In, well, it's not, in, in their effort to make it easier to hit, what the byproduct of that has been is online specifically, people make ridiculous contact on what I call the Vladdy Guerrero pitches, which people have no business making contact with way out of the strike zone. And they're getting 80, 90, 100 mile an hour exit velocities off of those. Um, that's been probably my biggest gripe so far is, is, is I do agree that I think the game needed to be a little more forgiving at the plate. Um, but what, like I said, where they've gone with it is now you can hit balls way out of the strike zone in any direction with some serious authority. And it seems a little unrealistic at the moment. Uh, but as we, as SDS has shown, they're not afraid to tweak the hitting mid season. I wouldn't be surprised if after a month or so, you know, they do a Twitch stream and they say, okay, listen, guys, we're shrinking the size of the PCI because people shouldn't be able to hit 100 mile an hour exit velocity pitches that are two feet off the plate, low and outside over the right field corner for a home run. Yeah, I, I look I'll, forward I'll, to I'll, them tuning the hitting and then completely ruining it as is the <laughs> tradition of every single sports game that comes out with really good team yeah. play. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and that's the thing. And you know what? I was talking to some people in Discord earlier today. You know, I said, "Listen, it's it's a small gripe. I love the game, uh, but it is frustrating when you're playing a guy online and you have a him down 0-2 in the count because you've made two great pitches and you bury a slider that you know he shouldn't be able to touch, and he drives it over the right field wall for a home run, and you, you just know that in like." I hate to say this, but you know, in real life, it's not possible. And again, we're playing a video game and I get it. And you know, if they're, if they leave it for the entirety of the season, it's just something people are going to have to come to terms with. Um, and it doesn't seem to be an issue when you play at the upper difficulty. So for hall of fame and legend, if you manage to get that far within the events or the ranked seasons. But for me personally, it's something I would like to see them tone down ever so slightly. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with that as well. It in like I said before, I've been playing mostly the events and um and, and the events are three innings long and I wanna say that I'm averaging four or five runs a game and probably 
against me letting in three or four runs a game, which is just a lot for three innings. You know, like you extrapolate that out. And if like, I don't even want to know what nine inning games look like. Um, so it, it's it's definitely an issue. And and the long ball seems to be an issue. I mean, I, I know that 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 that's happening in, 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 in the sport as well. So it's I mean, it's it's a it's a weird situation that NBA 2K had to go through in the past five years as well with the with ridiculous three point shots like video game shots becoming real things and then having to work that into the video game. It, I, I get that there's there's a weird balance there, but it just feels slightly off right now. There, there's some tweaking. I think that needs to happen. Very good. Kat, uh, you talked a little bit about Diamond Dynasty. Is it something that you can see yourself playing for a lot this year? I'm curious what what your sort of thoughts are right now as to as to what you're going to do or not do in Diamond Dynasty. No, because I hate online play, at least in this game. And actually, uh, I guess I'm getting crankier because I've really started going way more towards solo play. I only really play FIFA Ultimate Team these days. Um, I think MLB The Show's online play is the least satisfying of any of the sports sims. I really do, because uh, whenever you play against people, they're usually kind of junk ballers. They're not extremely fun to pitch. And this year actually makes it harder to pitch uh, and be a total junk baller, so there's that. But the way that online works, I don't know, there's something weird about the way the timing of the ball is um, that always completely throws me off versus solo play. And so I start to get kind of irritated and, uh, yeah, if I don't enjoy the basic online play, I can't enjoy what is actually a fairly well-designed mode in uh, Diamond Dynasty. So, alas, I will play. I, I created my team as usual, the Tokyo Red Comets, and took, took them out for a spin and played a few rounds and started building up my team and everything. But uh, as for actually sticking with Diamond Dynasty, nah. If I if I really go in all in on anything, it's probably going to be a mixture of Road to the Show and uh, and March to October because yeah, those those are the two modes that kind of resonate with me the most, and I enjoy making the runs through the minors and into the majors uh, with some random team. Uh, I forget what team I ended up with this year. Um, usually, I end up with Tampa for some reason, but <laughs> yeah, so. So that's probably uh, going to be my my main way of playing MLB The Show for the time being. Now, Pete, you have not played a lot of Diamond Dynasty in the past, but again, as you mentioned earlier, you're really enjoying it. Talk a little bit more about about it and what you think you can see yourself doing over the course of you know the the spring and perhaps the summer with Diamond Dynasty. Yeah, I um one one of the one of the years I got I got pretty into it. I want to say it was like the first or second year that it was out. And then I, I haven't really messed with it in a while. Um, and a, a big part of it for me is that I've been streaming it and it's, it's a very fun mode to stream because it's, it's really social. There's a lot of things happening from, you know, from opening packs to creating your team and whatnot that you can talk to people, you know, like, and, and ask for input and, and all of that stuff. I think, I think your guy, your guys game, um, uh, do, does that as as well, and and so so social games are are a lot are a lot of fun for me right now, um, but beyond that, like I, I've I've become a bit of a grinder over the past few years because of games like Destiny, um, 
and uh and and i just it's scratching that same itch it's just there there's there's shiny things to get and there's clear paths on how to get them. And I enjoy that. I mean, I, I brought that up in, in my initial hot take, but I think that's, that's really important because when I've played these modes in the past in, in, in just about every sports, um, every big sports game, I've always felt like a lot of it was predicated on getting lucky with pack rips and and that like I'm not into the slot machine side of it. Like I mean, it, and it obviously feels good when it happens, but but that that is kind of hollow for me. I I would rather have paths in which I can go to 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 get certain players. And and I know that that Madden ha- has put that in over the last couple of years. Um, and uh, and I haven't played FIFA in a while, so I don't know if if that has or not. But but it, it's it's done really well in this game. It, it feels like it feels like I could probably have a team of diamonds by by like mid to late summer without ever opening another pack again, which which is pretty cool. Um, but it, I, I do while, while talking about the mode, I do want to complain. You guys brought this up a little bit. Um, it does bother me that that this mode is leaking into March to October and the fact that you can't change uh, the, the difficulty because I think it's a very valid complaint and it's something that, that I've talked about a lot. I feel like a lot of sports games um, have gotten blander because there's so much, so much goes into these modes that make all of the money and I get it like, and these games are out there to make money. I, I totally get it. I don't begrudge them for that. But when the decisions for the money-making mode start making the other modes lesser, it, it, it's it's problematic. And it, you know, there's probably a lot of people who who are are listening to the show right now who only play franchise, who who are checking out March March to October, and they're like, why why is your your stupid pay-to-win baseball card thing ruining my mode for me? And 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 I I think that's a valid thing. Um, to, to complain about. And I, I would prefer if, if, you know, hopefully going forward, you know, in further years, they don't tie it in that way or, you know, allow people to opt out, say like, you don't get the rewards if, if you put on dynamic difficulty, but you can still play the mode. Um, just stuff like that. All right. So Chris, you and I came to know each other because of diamond dynasty, right? So, you know, if anybody is, gonna gonna put in the time and the effort and the streaming and all that it's you my friend so again you talked a little bit about it but you know maybe go a little bit deeper on 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 your diamond dynasty thoughts this year so far well well and i i like that pete mentioned the streaming aspect of it because i do feel like baseball video games are just naturally lend themselves towards streaming because of the natural pauses in the gameplay so I do enjoy streaming any mode within a baseball game. So, you know, Diamond Dynasty is easily streamable, uh, franchise, road to the show, because, again, you, you still have those natural pauses in the action. And for me, usually, you know, I play a lot of Diamond Dynasty, but I also play a lot of franchise. I will usually dabble in road to the show once my franchise kind of fizzles out, um, you know, kind of in September, October range. Uh, March to October is a lot of fun. But. The biggest thing with me in Diamond Dynasty and where I have a love-hate relationship with it from year to year 
is again, as I alluded to earlier, I gave up Diamond Dynasty in MLB The Show 18 within three weeks because it became apparent that the only way to acquire above average to great to phenomenal cards was to grind your fingers off constantly. And I had no interest in doing that. I don't want to play the Orioles on rookie a thousand times so that I can get a Gary Carter. So for me, that was, that was a huge thing. And, you know, adding all the stuff that they've added with the XP reward path, where you just, you get rewarded just for playing the game in any mode franchise road to the show doesn't matter you're you're always accumulating xp towards that next xp reward um the program stars which you get for doing basically anything you're, you're constantly accumulating those um even something as simple as the daily missions which i've been telling people like you know you need to be grinding your daily missions that's the now i will say the only reason why i've played the event because I have no interest in that Cliff Lee. I think he's going for like 7,000 stubs right now. I'll just buy them. But I've been using the events to grind out the daily missions because it's free free stars. Put 15 innings with your Cleveland Indians. Okay, I'll load up my lineup with Indians for two innings, and I'm going to get that. And there's you know six stars in the bank. So there is a, a much, much, much easier path to access you know, to getting upper tier cards. For example, uh, you get to level 50 in the XP reward path, which is not hard. If you play the game and any amount, you're going to get there. Well, guess what? You get another diamond card, your choice of any of the 30 diamonds that were eligible for pre-order. You get to pick one. When you get to level 75, there's actually uh, three 99 signature series cards that you can pick from. There's a Kershaw and a Hoffman, and I can't remember who the third one is. And there's a bunch of other cards that are, you know, cult favorites like the 93 Ichiro. And, you know, you get those cards just for playing the game in the way that you want to play the game. And I think the biggest thing is the moments for me, I have been clamoring for years. Give me a Madden solo type of mechanic that is fun and intriguing could you imagine as a Blue Jays fan being able to do that Bautista moment in the game and getting it the first try and watching him throw the bat 15 feet in the air like it was, you know, 2015 all over again? I mean, that's super cool. And I'm on the record as saying if they don't have the Joe Carter 93 home run in the game before it's done, I will not buy MLB The Show 20, and I will reiterate that now. <laughs> on the well, re- as a Twins fan, I I feel like I'm never going to get any love in the moments unless they do the 91 World Series. But well, I digress. But pitch, pitch ten inning, pitch a ten inning shutout in the World Series with Jack Morris. There you go. At least yeah. we got one. At least we got one cool moment. But uh, I think I agree. And I think another thing I like about moments is that it's not locked into Ultimate Team. Whereas like Madden Ultimate Team solos, you know, the solos are very deliberately tied into it. And so there's a lot of content to grind, but you, you got to be an ultimate team. Whereas even if you don't give a total, even if you don't care about Diamond Dynasty, you can totally do uh, the moments. And I, I think that's neat. And like I said, it goes beyond just grinding for rewards. It's a nice tribute to the history of baseball. So 
We haven't talked much about Road to the Show. Kat, are you playing Road to the Show? Have you started it? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I started a game of Road to the Show. I mean, it it's interesting. Um, like I said, it has the clubhouse chemistry elements where you're like kind of playing a particular role and the dialogue choices that you choose um, end up unlocking or end up kind of raising your uh, your particular role <laughs> in the clubhouse. And then those have, uh, then you can, oh man, it's actually a really complicated thing to explain. There's kind of a skill tree going on where you can uh, attach different skills that will affect the uh, progression of your character. I, I actually like it quite a bit more than um, the way that they did it before, because before it was just, you had some skills that you could just kind of attach to your player. And use, if I recall correctly, you unlocked them by hitting certain milestones with your character. And right now, the and, and now there's more of a skill tree kind of element that has to do with how you're developing a particular clubhouse role. And as you grow in that direction, you can start to get... Uh, different skills that pertain to that particular role, um, which I was like, oh, cool, that's really neat. And plus, I like the presentation a lot this year. Just like little touches, like when you're creating your character for the first time, um, you're in a, a bedroom and it goes over to a computer, and it's like you're they're going a little bit. They're going a little bit with the extra mile in terms of the polish in this one, and I like it. Beyond that, you know, it's your pretty typical Diamond Dynasty or not Diamond Dynasty Road to the Show experience, and that's fine because I think they kind of nailed that a very long time ago, and it's uh, it's it's just enjoyable to kind of play through, get to uh, play through the minors, get to the majors, uh, try to continue to build up your character. I'm a bit crap at hitting, unfortunately, so I tend to be extremely hit and miss when I'm playing as a hitter. But I do pretty well as, as a pitcher and can almost invariably uh, get really strong really fast. Um, I really wish that other sports sims would borrow from Road to the Show because I think that it's it, it strikes just that right in, amount of balance of kind of having your own little personal narrative. I, I mean, I wish it had more narrative elements like NBA 2K, but uh, at the same time, NBA 2K has a huge problem with microtransactions, so whatever. Um, and it's certainly a lot more elaborate than anything that you'll find in FIFA Madden. Uh, if, if there was anything I wish that FIFA Madden would do, it's that they would build up that particular mode because it just seems like EA has completely left the equivalents in their games to rot, and I think that's a little bit of a bummer. Um, I like the wish fulfillment that comes with Road to the Show, and and what's more, one of the things that I really like about uh, MLB the Show is you can really engage with baseball in pretty much any way that you want. If you want to just play as a player, well, there's Road to the Show. If you like baseball cards, well, Diamond Dynasty has lots of really cool baseball cards to collect and if you're a bit of a nerd for that you're you're just going to be in heaven they got a, actually a really complicated and dense franchise mode um that i believe I, I would have to check in on this but i believe that they've added a, even a few more elements that make it just that much more realistic it's, it's actually a pretty robust baseball sim with a lot of different options and ways to progress through the season i think the only 
real gripe that I have is that they took out online franchise mode. And then again, I kind of copped to hating playing online. So maybe it's not that big of a deal to me personally. But uh, getting back to it, I, I think Road to the Show just shows how strong a package overall MLB The Show is. Uh, pretty much top to bottom, every mode is very well realized. And I can't really like point out a particular weak link like I can in a lot of other sports sims. Pete, uh, have you dabbled in Road to the Show at all? Yeah, yeah, I have. And and I, I love it. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it's been a lot of fun for for forever now. Um but since Kat just hit all 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 the positive points, I, I'll I'll hit some some of the negatives for for me is it, it's I just don't like the the weird cameras like I and I don't know that the answer is just doing normal gameplay cam- cameras or if they just need to be tweaked or what. But it, it's been several years now, and like my my created. Um, my created Pete Dodd with his twirly mustache playing center field. And if a ball's hit over his head, you you don't really know where you're running to. The camera points in a weird direction. It, a, a lot of that stuff is, is just, just weird that the camera angles on base running. I don't feel like it's showing me what I want to be looking at most of the time. So all of that stuff, like if, if there's improvements to be made to this mode, it's in there. Everything else about the mode, especially off the off the field stuff, the role playing stuff, like Kat mentioned, like like there's there's new sort of roles that you can take. My guy's a my guy is a lightning rod. He likes to, uh, you know, cause problems in the locker room, but but like also comes up with timely hits because uh, I, I guess doing have that they been maybe. causing trouble in the locker room, Pete? No, I'm 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 hoping to. That that's the Are way you I made a it cancer? sound. I, I I want to be. That that's that's what I'm working towards. I, it hasn't come up yet, but I'm I'm still like I'm still in spring training. Uh, so I I, uh, I have a whole season to to, to torpedo the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays who who uh, who drafted me. I wasn't particularly excited about that, but you know. But if I'm gonna <laughs> if I'm gonna blow them up from within, then then that's fine. Um, <laughs> So I, I, I love Man, all of that stuff. I love stuff. that idea. Being able to go <laughs> onto a team you hate and destroy them from within. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to do it. But uh, yeah, so just just the, some of the cameras need some work. But but otherwise, it's it, it's a joy and it's been a joy. Nice. Chris, have you uh, dabbled much in Road of the Show? Yeah, I did. I, 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 you know, put some due diligence into it to be able to, you know, review it somewhat and i think the biggest thing with road to the show perception wise is that it's been a really good mode for a long time now um and it has gone you know undergone some renovations and you know they were very clear that road to the show was on this you know three-year development plan and you know they introduced the the initial portion you know where you do the the scouting games and you know now they've done the archetypes they've taken the player cap away again which i think what the player cap was dumb in the first place why you want to cap someone's overall in an offline experience i have no idea why they ever did that i'm glad they've realized the error of their ways there if i want to make a 99 across the board super stud why not um my biggest thing and and i'm not i won't repeat what what cat and pete said because i agree with everything they've said uh Especially where you know one of the big gripes the the player lock cameras they have largely been largely been untouched for years. I don't like them. They 
drive me bananas. Uh, I would like to see some different options available there. They're really be- hard to use in the outfield. Yeah, they're yeah yeah outfield especially. And I mean, you do see that a little bit in March to October as well because March to October does have player lock uh, missions as well. And and I think I was doing a a Cody Bellinger mission and he was in center field and I remembered how much I hated playing the outfield in Road to the Show very very quickly. My biggest gripe with Road to the Show, and and I don't have enough time into it to see if it's a problem this year, but I assume it will be, is I don't really have any incentive to play beyond two or three seasons. Uh, That always seems to be my thing is I I get really excited in the beginning. You know, I get to go to double A and dominate. I eventually get promoted to triple A. I, you know, adjust to the harder difficulty and the faster pitch speeds. Eventually you get to the big leagues. You become a good player. You become an all-star. And then it starts to fall off the interest scale for me a little bit because, you know, I don't want to grind out an 18-year MLB career. Um, and I don't know if there's an a- answer to that. Like, maybe it's just me personally. Maybe it's just, you know, I enjoy that first three years of experience. And then for me, it's like, okay, that's what I needed. I don't need to play with the rest of this guy's career and eventually, you know, make it to year six for free agency and you know, it's just for, like I've never been captivated beyond, you know, say three seasons, which is fine because I still get, you know, 20 hours to 30 hours of enjoyment out of the mode. And I'm perfectly OK with that. But I just eventually I'd like to have that 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 grip, that reason to keep going. I think there's a reason for that. And I think the reason is once you hit the majors, you feel like you've kind of capped out. Like your progression, the sense of progression starts to fade away. Yeah, sure. You can play to the point where you become a Hall of Famer and whatever. I mean, that is progression, but it takes a long time to get to that. And the way to kind of address this is to add narrative elements that really drive home the fact that you are progressing or, you know, time honored elements like. I don't know, having a room that you can add stuff to as you uh, progress or whatever, or even just having the game periodically pat you on the back and tell you how awesome you are. If you continue kind of just to play and uh, Road to the Show isn't as dry as it used to be. It's still somewhat dry, certainly compared to uh, the NBA 2K equivalent. You'll just start to feel... Uh, the games will start to feel repetitive and eventually you won't want to play anymore. On the flip side, you know, two to three seasons of engagement, that's pretty dang good um, out of a mode for the most part. So um, maybe they kind of look at it and go, well, you know, you know, you get to the majors, like for a lot of players, that's good enough. And then there will be some players who want to keep going. Cool, whatever. But it's it's fun to start at least. All right. So let's uh, let me get you guys out of here on this cat. You mentioned your review is going live for US Gamer. Are you able to and prepared to give us what your score of it is, or should we wait until it's official? Yeah, I mean, currently I'm sitting on a 4.5 out of 5. I think this year's version is a really strong upgrade, and I think it's fixed a lot of the problems in years past. It hasn't been nearly the disaster of the past couple of years. Unless I'm missing something, I don't think I am. Um I've been having a lot of fun playing it. I think the the way that they've overhauled so much of it and everything from the way that you progress to the the new modes to the way that they've tweaked the the hitting, 
I'm constantly being told how small a team SUNY San Diego is, but <laughs> I think this is the most comprehensive overhaul of uh, MLB The Show that I've seen in quite some time. So if you haven't played MLB The Show in a while, I think this is kind of the one to pick up. Nice. Uh, Pete, your review score, any scale you like, whatever that happens to be, sir. Uh, I, yeah, I'll go out of five too. I, um, I, I guess 4.5 out of five sounds, sounds, sounds right to me. Extreme, extremely good. Um, it, I, I didn't enjoy last year's game all that much, which I, I think has a lot to do with myself and not as much to do with the game. I just wasn't, wasn't in the mood to play it last year and whatever, but the game gets some credit. There's some something about this year and, and, and picking this game up and it's hooked me and I, I've already played more hours of it in, in, in two weeks than, than I did the entire season last year. Um, there, so if, if there's anyone out there like me who, who's been sort of hot and cold with, with it, um, this is, this is a hot year. It, it's, it's extremely good. Um, I do think, though, that uh, that the developers and, and uh, I assume that some developers listen listen to the show. You do need to send a check to your boy Rich Grisham, who invented <laughs> March to October. Which, which, let's be real. the The reason why Rich in, invited me on here is because I called him the most important man in video game baseball on 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 the Dodcast, and and the reason I believe that is because he's been talking about um, player locking until the seventh inning and then finishing games out in franchise mode on this show. You've been talking about this for five years, at least that's true. And, and, and the Sony San Diego guys were like, fine, rich, shut up. We'll just put that mode in the game. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, uh, and, you know, so if you haven't gotten your check, they, they, they owe you one. Um, and I, I, but I, I love I love that I love that that we you know we're we're all we're all old people here I love that we've been playing video game baseball forever since the since the Atari since RBI baseball on the on the NES yep and, and and we're we're still getting new modes that are fun and new ways to play the game and and it's a great point it, it's 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 pretty pretty amazing and uh, and so. I, I, I love I love the game. I'm I'm so happy with the game. It's it's my favorite sports game in years. And uh, yeah, two thumbs up. I'm just up. happy that Sony San Diego is investing resources into solo play, especially with how dismissive of solo play uh, EA seems to be. So yes, good on them. All right, Chris, close us out with your review of MLB The Show 19 on any review scale that you choose, sir. Well, I have decided to go with the Vladimir Guerrero Jr. head rating system. <laughs> um, and you know what? This game for me gets five out of five Vladimir Guerrero Jr. heads. Nice. I think this is the definitive baseball game of this generation of consoles. I think it may be one of the definitive sports games of this generation of consoles when it's all said and done. I don't see assuming that MLB the show 20 will be on PS4, which I think at this point we're all committed that that's going to happen, that we're not going to see a five by then. I don't see how it can be the leap that 18 has taken to 19 like Pete, 
I've already played more MLB The Show 19 than I did MLB The Show 18 probably in the first six months. Um, it's that good. I think the the minor gripes that I have about the hitting and some of the things within March to October, I don't think they're enough for me not to recommend this game to anyone who is a sports fan, a baseball fan. I would even go as far to say if you were building a Mount Rushmore of baseball video games, I think you have to con- – and I know it's early. It's still very early within this game cycle, but – the way it's trending, you have to consider MLB The Show 19 on the short list. It's that good. Um, given what they have been able to do in all the modes, to all the fans, to appease the casuals, the hardcore, the offline, the online, um, it's just an absolute top-to-bottom 100% representation of real baseball, and it is phenomenal. SDS should be extremely proud. Uh, of the work that they've done. Awesome. Chris, a.k.a. Snaggle J, where can people find your work on the internet, sir? Uh, well, if you... Yeah, yeah, gotta go right from my MLB The Show plug into an out-of-the-park plug. Nice segue, Rich. Thanks hey, for throwing that to me right away. We do what we can. <laughs> uh, you can find me, you know what, if you are a out-of-the-park baseball fan specific to Perfect Team, Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, we air our flagship live show this week in Perfect Team over at twitch.tv slash OTV developments, where we drop all of our new cards and content. You should come by, check it out. Um, if you want to follow me personally, you can find me anywhere on the internet at snaggle J Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, uh, MySpace, ICQ. No, those aren't in existence anymore, but the sad part is all four of us know what ICQ is and was, and remember the sounds like it was yesterday. Oh, exactly. So true. Pete Dodd, where can people find you on the internet, sir? Uh, I guess the best place to find me would be uh, Twitter, twitter.com slash at, at uh, Pete Dodd, which is incredibly difficult to figure out, uh, or just Google the Doddcast, a podcast I record with you, Rich, and with Mark, and sometimes others, um, and I have, I'm on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash famous Mortimer and I'm doing let's plays on YouTube as well, which has been a lot of fun. So, uh, I'm trying to put out a lot of content out there. Very good. Cat Bailey, editor in chief, us gamer, the, well, let's also be real, right? The, the, by far the best sports coverage of any mainstream Uh. website and which is a reflection of you cat. Where can people find you? And obviously us gamer, and everything that you are doing over there. Yeah, you say that even though I haven't even finished my MLB The Show review, but I, I swear to God, it's up by the time you see this podcast. Anyway, uh, yeah, find me at usgamer.net. And if you like sports games, perhaps also you would like RPGs because they're basically the same thing. I mean, Road to the Show, this is like a dungeon crawler, but with bats and balls and, um, I don't know, Bryce Harper or something like that. Um so uh, basically what I'm saying is if you like numbers and traits and perks and all that, RPGs, and you should check out my RPG podcast, Acts of the Blood God, which just recorded its 200th episode. We had a top 25 RPG countdown. And if you want to know what the number one is, well, go listen to the episode. But in the meantime, I mean, it's April and we're about a month out from Madden and FIFA getting an NHL getting formal reveals, and I'm really looking forward to that. So it's time, folks. It's time to get excited and start opening the presents. I like it. 
Well, thank you, all three of you guys. You are fantastic. Thank you very much for coming on. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. We know it's been a couple of weeks, and we we just we love hearing from you and saying, hey, when's the next show? I want the next show. We appreciate that very much. Uh, so thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of the Press Row community. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Pete. Everybody have a great uh, week and enjoy playing MLB The Show 19.